Good afternoon, Holy Ghost. Good afternoon, Holy Ghost. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Take over me. Take over me. Lead me. Lead me. Guide me. Guide me. Protect me. me. Protect me. Bring my blessings today. Bring my blessings today. Bring my blessings today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Also this afternoon, know that Jesus Christ is here, the Holy Ghost is here, God Almighty is here, we are in the presence of God. And uh, this afternoon, we're going to be going straight to the Word of God. Let us go to the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1, verse number 5. The Bible says that, Lord, then I said, Lord, the God of heaven, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keeps his commandments, let your ear be attentive and let your eyes be open to hear the prayer your servant is praying before you day and night. For your servants and the people of Israel I confess the sins of Israel, of we Israel, including myself and my father's family, we have committed against you. Against you. We have acted wickedly towards you. We have not obeyed your commands, decrees, and laws you gave to your servant Moses. Remember the instruction you gave to your servant Moses saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and obey my commands, then I, even if your exiled people are at fatherless horizon, I will gather them from there and bring them to a place where I've chosen for as a dwelling for my name. Then they are your servants and your people whom you redeemed by your greatest strength and your mighty hand. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this servant, your servant, and to the prayer of your servant who delight in the revering your name. Reverence of your name, reverence of your name. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of the of this man. I was a cup bearer to the king. Then we will start uh, very well here in verse number five. The Bible reads as follows. 
Then I said to the Lord of heaven, Great and awesome is your name who keeps the covenant of love with those who love him and keep the, his commandments. You know, here, it, this is Nehemiah. He's in exile. He's praying unto God. But what I want you to understand here, what is so important in this Nehemiah's prayer that he's praying unto God when he's in he is, um in captivity there. It is the prayer, the approach. There is a way to approach God. This is even in prayer. I want you to know it. I want you to understand it. There is a way to approach God. We don't just approach God. On this prayer is the same way where we hear the prayer that Jesus Christ has taught us to pray. When he say that, first of all, our Father who art in heaven. Say, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven. First, a proud point of approach is worship. When you are praying unto God, first of all, you learn to worship. You don't just bombard God with the prayer requests. Oh God, I need this. Oh God, I need that. Before anything else. You worship him. You tell him how wonderful he is. You tell him how great he is, how glorious he is. It is good to learn approach. You learn what you call approach. A proper approach is an approach of worship. It's approach of glorifying him. It's approach of praising him. That's the first approach. When you, you are approaching God, you start by worshipping Him. You worship Him. You glorify Him. You praise Him. You praise His holy name. But you don't start by just asking. Second thing in the prayer of Nehemiah. Nehemiah said that, you know, he tell God, Oh, Lord, the God of heaven, the great and awesome God, you keep His covenant of love of those who love him and keep his commandments, then that means Nehemiah is glorifying God, first of all. He is worshiping God. That's how we approach him. That's why Jesus he taught us to pray so that when we pray, we say what? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. You are, may your name be worshipped. May your name be glorified. Then that is telling you Approach number two, and after that, Nehemiah repent. Nehemiah repent is talking about the sins that they've committed. First of all, before he's trying to ask God to do one, two, three, he's repenting of his sins. That's what you do when you're approaching God, when you're glorifying God, when you want you, you're approaching God, you, you, you let. You repent of your sins. You let the blood of Jesus Christ washes away all of your sins. In order to get his attention. Remember, God does not love sins. God does not love sin. No matter what, he doesn't love sins. That's why the Bible says that for all have sinned and fall short of glory of God. Everybody have seen. There's no one who was... That's what also the Bible says that. Everyone have seen. There's no one righteous. Everybody was a sinner. Everybody was a sinner. 
then in order to approach God, our sins first must be forgiven in order for us to approach Him. As we are still talking about this point, can we go to the book of Isaiah? I don't know on that other phone, why am I getting an echo there? Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah chapter 59. Verse number 1. The Bible says that surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Then the Bible is saying that, okay, first of all, when we are reading verse number, number, number one, surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. That means God is powerful enough to save. His ear is attentive to our prayers. And God is quick to answer. That's one thing that you have to understand. God is quick to answer. But, verse number 2, the Bible says that, But your iniquities, but your sin have separated you from God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Then sin is a problem. Because sin separates people from God. Sin separates people from what? From God. Even though God is powerful God, even though God answers prayer, but sin can separate people from God and God cannot answer prayer because of what? The sins make God not to look at the people who are sinners. The sins make... The, the, the sins make people, God, to be separated from sinners. It's the same thing when Jesus Christ was on the cross. Remember, we're talking about Good Friday. Remember, the Bible talks about when Jesus Christ was on the cross, when Jesus Christ was being crucified. When he was being crucified, the Bible said that he said that Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani, which is interpreted. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And actually, why is Jesus Christ crying that why, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And why is God separated from Jesus Christ? God was separated from Jesus Christ because when Jesus Christ was on the cross of Calvary, he was carrying the sins of the world. He was carrying all of our sins. As he was carrying the whole of our sins on the cross, Papa God could not look at him because he was carrying the sins of the whole world. Then that was the first place when Papa God and Jesus Christ were separated. And that's why Jesus Christ began to cry. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then sin separate people from God. Then Nehemiah understood that, that sin separate people from God. Then now, when he is coming before God, he is repenting. 
He is repenting for God to forgive his sins. So that there might be some nothing that can ever separate him from God. So that there might be nothing that can stand between his between God and his prayers. So that God can listen to his prayers. So that God can answer his prayers. Then that's why now also us when we want God to answer our prayers in every prayer. We must also apply the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is the remedy of sins. We don't just repent. That blood has got power to wash away sins. And God forgives and God forgets the blood of Jesus Christ which was shed on the cross of Calvary. La graduska pradaska pahaya. Can we just go to the book of um, Matthew chapter 26? Matthew 26. Matthew 26, verse number 26. The Bible reads as follows. While they were eating... Okay, let us read from verse number 7, 27. The, he took the cup when he had given thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. This is the, this is, the Bible talks about, this is the cup of, which is carrying my blood, the blood of who? The blood of Jesus. The blood which was shed for all of our sins, for many for the forgiveness of sins. The Bible says that. For the forgiveness of sins. That means the purpose of the blood is for what? For the forgiveness of sin. Is for us to be able to approach God. That they, when once we present ourselves before God. That's when we approach God. The blood qualifies us. By washing away all of our sins. And God forgives and God forgets. All of our sins. That sin must not be a problem. Because in the Old Testament. One of the biggest problems was sin. Sin even to an unbeliever. One of the biggest problems is sin. One of the biggest problems is sin. That's why now he usually takes them now to like now they are in exile. What was the reason why they are in the exile? Because of their sins that they have committed against God. Then he allowed them to be in captivity. But does he want them to be in captivity? No! It's because of sin that he can't stand. But if there was blood of Jesus Christ which was shed on the cross of Calvary, I'm telling you that blood was going to wash away all their sins and God was going to forgive and God was going to forget. When God was going to forget, there was nothing that can separate them from what? From God. Nothing, nothing. Then in the, in the New Testament... Can we go to the book of Romans chapter 8? I want to show you something there. La kratuska pradaska pahaya. Shakito pasokorobo sakata. Say fire. Say I love the word of God. 
I'm enjoying the word of God. Enjoying the word of God. Okay, verse number 39 of Romans chapter 8. The Bible says, Neither height nor death, depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Then he's trying to say that there is nothing that can separate us. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. In the New Testament, because of the power of the blood. I mean, if in the Old Testament, the only thing that was, the, which could only separate man and God was sin. It was only sin. It was the one that God could not stand. God cannot stand sin. But the power of the blood of Jesus takes away sin. Then after that, there is nothing in the New Testament that can uh, uh, take, separate the children of God from God. There is nothing. Not even, there is nothing to somebody who knows how to, to approach God. Like what I'm talking about. The first of all, the first approach, worship. Second part of all, the blood. The blood of Jesus is important. Good Friday is important. The cross is important. I can't emphasize that enough. The Good Friday is important. The cross is important. The cross is important. No wonder Jesus Christ will say what? You carry the cross and you follow me. What is the carrying the cross? He's saying that also. Another person is saying that. You carry me and you walk with me. Because on the cross there is Jesus. Then you are doing You carry him. When you carry Jesus is what? What is important in Jesus? What is more important in the Lord is the blood which was shed on the cross of Calvary. For all of our sins to be forgiven because the biggest problem of mankind between man and God is what? It's sin. What make Adam to be chased away from Eden? What was it? It was sin. That's all. Actually, if you look very well, the biggest problem of Old Testament, what was it? It was sin that Jehovah could not stand. From Genesis... Until uh, the book of Malachi, what is the biggest problem between men and God? Was sin. Sin was the problem. Then from the New Testament, is the sin still a problem to somebody who knows how to approach God, how to apply the blood, how to apply the blood? I'm saying sin is not the problem. Because Jesus Christ have dealt with sin where? On the cross. On the cross. That's why this Good Friday is not all about the Easter bunny. Anybody who celebrate that uh, ugly rabbit is lost. Easter is all about Jesus on whose blood have been shed. 
so that us who have accepted him and who carry the cross might be saved. That's why he is our Lord and our Savior and there is no any other. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. Yes. And this is very, very special. Mahomet did not die. Mahomet does not have the blood. Buddha did not die. Does not have the blood. Nobody have the blood. Not even ancestors. You follow them. What, what are you gonna do with your? What are you gonna do with your sins? I, I, I'm, I'm wondering those who are following ancestors. I'm wondering those who are following Mahomet. I'm wondering those who are saying they are Rastafarians or whoever religion that say they are, they are choosing whoever. One day yesterday, you know, I'm trying, I'm, uh, I was uh, at the beach, I'm finding this young man, they are trying to sing, they say they sing, they are asking money from me. I wanted to give them money, but I was uh, before I give you money, I want to give you Jesus, I want to pray for you for God to take you higher. Then this man, three, two men and one lady said that, no, you know, we pray to God, but not through Jesus. I said, ah, these ones are lost. You'd reject Jesus. What are you going to do with your sins? What are you going to do with your sins? Your sins will, you know, they will stink before Jehovah and Jehovah will turn back his back, his face from you. And you will wonder why things are messed up in your life because of your sins. You forgot the cross. You forgot the Easter. You forgot that day. That my Lord and our Savior was on the cross and the blood was shed from, hey, from earlier when they were arresting him. From earlier, hey, before even we got to Pilate, to Caiaphas, when they beat him, hey, when they nailed him on the cross. That blood we need every drop of it. You forgot Jesus. Anybody who rejects Jesus, they are lost. Because how can you approach Jehovah without the Lord? Without the Savior? You know, John, the Bible said that John had a revelation. In such a way that when he saw Jesus walking, John said to his disciples, Look at the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. Look, somebody, look at the Savior who have come to take away the problem which we had from the beginning until now. The problem of sin. People don't understand. Sin was a problem. But sin, to somebody who, who have got the Lord and Savior who knows how to apply the blood, ah, the devil is a liar. The devil has failed because of the power. Of the blood of Jesus. Amen. That power in the blood. There is power. Wonder waking power. There is power in the precious blood of the Lamb. There is power. Wonder waking power. There is power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Who is the Lamb? The Lamb is Jesus Christ. The 
thank God Amen. he died. Thank God. That's what Easter is all about. You are remembering approach. We are talking about also approach of Nehemiah. Worship first, repenting second. And when you repent by applying the blood, you repent by depending on Jesus. You repent by depending on the cross, by carrying the cross. Anyway, it's a midday service. Already we are talking about Easter here. Already we have found that we can't approach the king of kings, the creator of heaven, the earth, ancient of days, wonder-waking God. Without the Savior, we have said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. I'm saying to you this afternoon, you want to come to the Father, you want to Come to Jesus. The way to the Father. The way is Jesus. Because Jesus has got the blood. Amen. Oh, Easter is all about the blood which was shed on the cross of Calvary. Amen. Wow. Anyway, because the midday service, can you say, My day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Say, I live in prosperity. I live in prosperity. I live in favor. I live in favor. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, devil. Devil, take off your hand. Take off take your hand from my life. From my life. From my family. From my family. From my career. From my career. From our countries. From our countries. From our everything. From our everything. In the name of Jesus. From our everything. Say, I lose angels now. In the name of Jesus. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. Bring my harvest. My miracles. My miracles. My testimonies. My testimonies. My blessings. My blessings. Angels. Angels. Ashami. Ashami. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. In everything that I do. In everything that I do. Angels. 
angels represent me. Present me. Present me. In the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. There might be somebody this afternoon who wants to say that, yes, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Wherever you are, let us say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my savior. You are my savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Forgive me my sins. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. Bless from today. me today. I am born again. Protect me again. I am saved. I am saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Then I am born again. Then I want to say to you, if you're doing that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And I want to say to you, do yourself a favor and uh, pray in the name of Jesus. Follow this account. Then we're going to become prayer partners, the word of God partners. And your life will never, ever be the same in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to say to you, congratulations. And let us share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to say to you, have a blessed and a successful day in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye.